Hey y'all, this is Chris Lennon and you're listening to the Sparkle in the Mess podcast. I come to you as a recently divorced single mom and I come to you with honesty and vulnerability. I invite you to join me in my struggles and on my journey towards self-improvement. If you're currently going through a messy life situation and you're looking for some encouragement, you've come to the right place. forget to turn that like a little mono like doom, 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 doom thing off. I don't know how to not do that. Anyway, um, welcome to this week's episode. And oh, that was my dog. Um, okay, so a couple things. Uh, if you'll notice or if you even care or if you even noticed, I think I already said that. Um, I'm releasing this episode on Friday instead of yesterday, and I'm doing this because I realized, so I was using this like auto post thing program to post my, so I've recorded, okay, so let me back up, I recorded a bunch of episodes um, trying to prepare for the season, so I have some in like my back library or whatever that I'm, that I have scheduled to post. And I realized that I realized this morning that the episode that was supposed to post or load last yesterday never did. And then when I went back to figure out why and what happened, um, I couldn't find any evidence of the episode that I recorded. So I don't know what happened. I'm not very tech savvy and I'm sure it's somewhere. I probably dated it for like 2051 or maybe even 1905, which made the computer program just like die on itself. So anyway, I am going, I realized that and I have to work all day. I just got home and, but I didn't want to leave y'all hanging because, you know, I have such a big following and you guys are so anxious for my podcast every week. I mean, I literally got a gazillion messages telling me what is going on and why didn't I post an episode. So anyway, so, um, I wanted to record this, this episode and I am literally, Though, going to set a timer, because I'm sorry, I only have 20 minutes to devote to this, to this tonight. Um, I'm sorry, I just, you know, I'm such a high-demand, busy, uh, sweet-ass woman that I just have a lot going on tonight. Oh, oh gosh, and on that note, oh, mm. sorry, take a ginormous couple sips of wine because I literally just now have sat down since being up since 6.30. Oh, and I have these. I This is hilarious. So I know I only have 20 minutes and I tend to run long, so I'm going to keep this like preface short, but I had ordered for summer. Okay. So I love wine. Like 
love wine. Love it, love it, love it. And, but oddly enough, for some reason that, for someone that loves wine so much, I have like one and a half good wine glasses. And yes, one and a half is like legit. And I don't know why. I, I, I really don't. And when I, so I, I recently moved and when I moved, you know, I was getting some new items for my new place and I thought to myself, oh gosh, well, I definitely need to get like new wine, not even new, like I need to get wine glasses. Like how do I not have wine glasses? Like how have I, am I drinking out of the bottle? <laughs> um, yes. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't. I, I have one really good one that I just kind of reuse. Um, and I guess, you know, come to terms with the fact, well, one, I don't want to wash dishes that often. Um, but two, like, I don't know, maybe I want to have some people over and I probably should have some nice glasses of wine so that I'm not the only one having a really nice glass of wine and a really nice, literally glass of wine. And everyone else is drinking their nice glass of wine in a, like, you know, classic tumbler. <laughs> so I, okay, so this short story, long story short thing is turning into, like, a longer, longer story. But so um, I had ordered these. Okay, so then I... I'm also kind of like OCD and perfection and a perfectionist. So when I have to order or when I, when I do order something or when I realize, okay, I need something, I need to make sure that I am completely satisfied or like the purchase, which that sounds like I'm someone that does a ton of research when I need a, I don't know, let's say printer and I Google all the reviews and I search for the best price and this. Okay, no, that's actually not at all what I do. It just takes me a while to really define exactly what fits into my perfect ideal that I have in my mind because I have these perfect ideals for everything in life and I can't necessarily verbally tell you when you ask me like I wasn't able to to say okay my perfect ideal set of wine glasses look like this feel like this or made like this like I wasn't able I didn't know exactly what those were. I just knew I had a particular very something in my brain created. And I searched and searched and searched and searched for, you know, the, the, the match. And even, you know, well, I would never get, like, dollar glass wine glasses, although I should, because that would be very economical, because I break wine glasses left and right, but I, so I would search, you know, like, the highest quality crystal, and the designs, it just, it didn't, it didn't click, you know what I mean, 
And so finally, I saw one, uh, a, um, a style on West Elm, and I was like, oh, I like these. I mean, they didn't exactly click, but I was like, okay, well, I'm a little bit desperate. I really need them. I actually kind of, you know, they're like 80% clicking. So I'm just going to order them because I'm tired of, of searching for this, and I just need wine glasses for my, my new place. So I ordered them. didn't think twice about it, and then got an email and which stated that the items were on back order. And I was like, oh, man, but I was so tired of looking at wine glasses at the point. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Like, let's be honest. Am I really going to have a dinner party for six every weekend or every other night, like where I need multiple glasses of wine? Uh, the answer is no. So as long as I have my, this wonderful, pristine, delicious, I mean, delicious is weird to define like a particle of glass, but you know, like, um, whatever, like beautiful glass of wine and I'll just wash it every day. Like, I, you know, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing basically. Well then I, so I had this like long day at work and it's just been a long, oh my gosh, like, can I say six months <laughs> at work? I don't know. I just feel like every day gets longer and longer. And, um, it's not that I don't like it. It's just the challenges keep getting bigger and bigger, which, you know, it's good. I'm all about the challenges, and I've talked about that in my previous podcast, so I'm not trying to complain about it, but it is exhausting when you're going through it. So I get home not too long ago, and um, I'm – gosh. So I've also, like, not sat down for a moment in the last probably four days and had a – conversation with someone or like written in my journal or anything so you guys are getting all my thoughts and I am on a time constraint I only have six minutes yeah that's not gonna happen um so so anyway this is like sometimes I mean as much as my podcasts are not rehearsed or filtered I do <laughs> prepare for them and I do I'm in a certain mindset and you know, I've cleared my brain and I'm thinking about the podcast and what I want to say and that's it. And today I just knew that I had to come home and I had to record it and I was going to talk about this and it was going to be only 20 minutes long and then I had to go on with my day and now you guys are getting like the end of the day dump and it is what it is. So sorry, hang in there with me. We'll get to it. So um, back to a very, so I'm just going to have, go ahead and turn this timer off because it's about to go off and it's going to be like, nah, 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 and I don't want it to, okay, well, I don't know how to turn it off. Okay. Anyway. Um, so in a little bit, we're going to get interrupted with my timer. That's going nah, 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 nah. and hopefully I'll be able to turn it off at that point. Um, back to a very important topic, wine glasses. Okay. So I came home and I got went upstairs to change 
and the doorbell rings, and I'm like, oh, and Rutledge, my dog, goes crazy, and I'm like, who, I mean, it's like six o'clock, who, I'm like, what is it, and then I realize, I look out, so I have a balcony out my um, bedroom that overlooks, like, the front, and so I just kind of, like, peeked over to see if I could cheat and see who was there, like, you know, sometimes you get just, like, these random solicitors, and I saw the male lady going from my door to her mail truck, so I was like, oh, okay, it's just mail, whatever, I'll just, so I went to take Rutledge on literally, like, a three-minute walk, because, again, very time, I, I actually was very, my number one priority was to get home and record this podcast, so I was like, hey, Rutledge, you just need to, like, and then we're going to go back inside, and I promise we'll go back out, you know, later. So, anyway, so I was walking out, and this package was on my front door. I love getting packages, and if you don't know that, there's, and if you don't follow my blog, so www.sparkleinthemess.com, and I apologize, I have not posted in probably, like, a year, um, but there is a post about how I'm obsessed with shopping online, and or was that a blog? I mean, or was that a podcast? I'm not sure. So anyway, it doesn't matter. I am obsessed with shopping online. It's a, it's like an addiction. It's a problem. I've curtailed it somewhat, and today I wasn't expecting any packages. Like normally, you know, you get your notifications and you know that there's going to be something waiting for you at the door. And today I didn't expect anything. And so I was pleasantly surprised to open the door and see this package. And I was like, oh, ooh. And I immediately thought, oh, who is so thoughtful and who is thinking about me so much that they want to send me a package? You know, I immediately think, oh, I'm so special. And then I look and it's from West Elm and I'm thinking, okay, I didn't order anything from West Elm recently. And so then I'm thinking, ooh, this like secret admirer, because I immediately think I have a secret admirer, right? It knows my taste and is sending something. So I make Rutledge like expedite his going to the bathroom, run upstairs, rip open the package, and then, and I see these wine glasses, like this pack of wine glasses, and then at the same moment that I was like, oh, my secret admirer really knows me, at the exact same moment my brain thought that, my brain remembered, oh, I ordered these for myself, okay? <laughs> got it. But I was equally excited. I mean, I got new fancy wine glasses. So I actually, speaking of, I'm going to chug another sip. Hmm. They're really fancy and I really like them. And in case you're wondering, because I know you are. So they're West Elm. They are um, shot, shot, Schweizel. Shot Schweizel, and all, from out of like my millions of listeners, I know that there are a lot of you out there that are probably laughing at me right now because y'all are wine connoisseurs and you probably know how much I debauched that name. Um, 
but that is, I guess, the maker. I got it from West Elm, and the description is, and I know this because the box is literally right beside me because I opened it. I saw it's a glass of wine, or, or saw it's a glass, yeah, saw it's a glass of wine. Went to pour myself a glass before I hit record. So um, it says it's for Forteza Glasses Cabernet. So anyway, I still, it, they're beautiful. I love them. And um, I will enjoy many glasses of wine out of them. Okay, so I mean, I think that has been 20 minutes and I haven't even gotten to the topic of this episode. Y'all have just heard me like vent after work. Um, okay, this episode is called Attachment Theory. And the reason I'm calling it Attachment Theory is because it that is something new that I have been very interested in learning about. And I'm currently reading. And when I say reading, I mean listening to because I do the audiobooks and I listen to audiobooks instead of radio in my car. So I got this audiobook called Attached. And it is about attachment theory, obviously. And now that I'm doing this podcast about this book, I read most of my books are self-help books, but I also love like crime books. And I also do love like brainless, mindless books. I do listen to a lot of just fun, you know, one of the other books, it's not fun, but it's a good book. That's, that's what I was listening to prior to this is called Depression Hates a Moving Target. And I really gotten a lot out of that because it just reminds me that, yeah, depression hates a moving target. And depression can be so um, incapacitating. No. In, uh, depression can be so... Uh, what's the word when you, like, can't do anything? It's like... Well, we'll just say depression. <laughs> um, and it really, that book really reminds me that even though, let's say I have, oh, this is hilarious. Let's say I have a day off. <laughs> God, wouldn't that be nice to have like a day off? I don't remember what a day off is like. I don't. I don't know what that's like. Anyway, but let's imagine that I have a day off and all I want to do is relax and, you know, unwind and yada yada. And that sounds, it really does sound great. And like, I am raving that 
And for those of you that don't battle your mind on a daily basis, that is, you know, heaven. And you probably experience that on a regular basis. Um, turn the tables a little bit when someone like me who battles their thoughts and their brain literally, literally, I can't express this enough, literally every second of their waking moment being still and relaxing and um, just being is like depression's feeding ground. When depression senses that you are not physically moving or um, mentally focused on something, depression comes in and attacks with like nuclear bombs. Like it, that is, it's, that's what it wants. And once it gets in there, once it, it senses you essentially letting your guard down, it comes in and it attacks full force and it takes over your life to a point that, yeah, you're kind of like numb and you are listless, listlessly laying there and listlessly going through life. So that book reminds me and if you don't suffer from depression, that makes absolutely no sense. And you're like, that's ridiculous. I don't even, so, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm sure you know someone close to you that suffers from, from depression. So maybe that gives you a little bit of insight. But, um, so that book reminds me that even though I prayed, like actually when I was driving to work, I knew that I had to come and do this podcast and I have. Um, a list of like 25 other things that I need to do before I go to bed because I get Kingsley tomorrow and I have we have this whole weekend anyway it doesn't matter y'all um the moment I walked in the door I wanted nothing else but to go into my room not even I didn't even think about changing clothes get under the covers pull the covers over my head and just shut it off shut it off until I absolutely needed to get up tomorrow to pick up my daughter. Like that is, that was my craving. That was the one, that was what I wanted to do. And it was this overwhelming, like I literally, like it was controlling me. I literally went into my room, got under the covers, pull the sheets over my head. My dog Rutledge was like, hello, I I haven't been out all day. Hello, you were supposed to come home in the middle of the day to walk me or send someone to walk me and you didn't. And I, and I just threw the covers over my head, pillows over my head. I just wanted to shut everything out. 
And then I had been listening to that book on the way home, and I remembered something that she had said, and I started replaying what she had said in my brain, and then slowly I was like, okay, I need to get out of it. I need to remove myself from this. I need to take Rutledge out. I need to change clothes. I need to record the podcast. And and then, you know, I got out of bed, let Rutledge out for 35 seconds, and then ran back in here and started the podcast. So, anyway. Uh, oh, book club. Okay. I don't know why I went on that tangent, and I remembered, oh, shit, okay, so that was the timer, okay, so, just kidding, so, book club, I, I kind of think about, I have been thinking about sort of starting a book club, um, about the books I read, and this podcast I wanted to do about the book that I'm currently reading slash listening to, and it's called Attached, and it's all about attachment theory, which... I recently have been learning more about and um, so attachment theory if you guys don't know is this theory that concerns relationships between human beings and it has somewhat to do so primarily they thought it had everything to do with how a child develops their initial relationship with their primary caregiver mostly their mom Um, But lately, they've realized that there's um, all sorts of things that goes into this attachment theory. And um, adult attachments are, can, and are different than um, how they were raised and what they experienced in infancy. So, you know, I'm divorced. I, I don't care how many people tell me. Um, this isn't true, but I still believe I failed my marriage. Like, I failed at being married. I failed my, um, my, at the, I I failed the husband, the guy, the man that I married to be my husband. I failed him. I failed him because we are now divorced. And I don't care how many psychologists I go to and how many friends I talk to that say it's not your fault it's 50 50 I mean I will still always bear this weight that I I failed I failed at that relationship which was to me the most important relationship that I um let myself be involved in and so Since that, you know, there's all this aftermath after divorce, and since that, I have gotten really interested and really focused. I've always been really focused on self-help because I've always acknowledged this, um, you know, I'm a little more challenging than the average human being, I guess. I have more struggles, I have more insecurities, I have more fears, and so I've always um, been interested in self-help and just learning about myself and also those around me and our interactions and how to improve. And since my divorce, I 
have been continuously asking myself, okay, what, what led to this? What about my personality? Um, kind of made it happen. And again, I get it. It wasn't all me, but still like it happened. And then how has my personality changed towards relationships since that experience? Because I mean, it's been what a year and a half since I officially was divorced, but like two, almost two and a half, well, about two years since we were actually separated and probably more than that since I realized that our marriage was disintegrating. So, and I, <laughs> funny, today I had um, someone at work, I was at work and there was uh, someone being interviewed for a job and, um, you know, the, the person in charge of hiring was taking them around and introducing them to everybody. And I didn't think anything of it. I said, you know, nice to meet you, da, 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 and went up about my day. And then maybe like half an hour later, one of my coworkers came and said, hey, heads up, they're interviewing the same person, FYI. And I was like, ooh, excuse me, I just went, oh, FYI. Um, you know, they're probably going to stop by. And I said, oh, yeah, they just did. And she was immediately like, oh, okay, so I, you know, he's really good looking. And I, but I didn't, I haven't met him yet. But like, did he have a ring on? Like, what, what's going on? And I was like, I, I have no idea. I didn't even look at it. And she's like, uh, that should be the first thing that crosses your mind. So, and I've talked to my therapist about this. Like, I am so non-interested in having any kind of relationship. And at the beginning, that was, oh, of course, you're not going to be interested. That's just, you know, it would be weird if you were interested and it, it's normal and it's this and that. But as the time, it, and I will say I was actually more interested when I first separated. Like I was dating a lot more, not dating, but, um, you know, I w was totally okay at, towards the beginning of our separation and divorce being with someone. And now I'm like super anti, like I really just don't even, I don't really even want to consider it. And I don't, I don't know. I think there's, there is something that was, that's a little odd <laughs> and I'm odd. So that doesn't surprise me, but like I said, I'm very interested in self-help self and growth. So it's something that just kind of caught my attention. And so there's a whole theory about attachment theory and it, like I said, it has to do with relationships between other human beings and in the adult world supposedly there's like these main um attachment categories and if you're interested in learning more 
Again, I'm reading the book. It's called Attached. I don't know who the authors are. I'm sorry. I don't have it here, but just Google Attached. I'm sure there's one main book out there. So there's this anxious attachment theory personality that they love to be very close, but they fear that their feelings are not being reciprocated by their partners. So they may be like super into them, but they are really afraid that their part, whoever they're seeing doesn't feel the same way. And they kind of get obsessed about it. Like it really takes up a lot of their emotional energy and um, they end up taking their partner's actions and emotions very personally. So if, you know, they get really mad, they're like, okay, what did I do wrong? What's going on with me? How can I fix this? You know, what kind of thing. Okay, so that's one category. Then there's the secure category, which when I was listening to this book and they're defining the secure category, I was literally like rolling my eyes and I wanted to vomit out the window. And I'm sorry if you are one of these people that are secure in your attachment theory relationship, but if you are, you're probably not listening to this podcast. And so I'm not too worried about it, but Oh my God, it like so annoying to think about people that are actually this way. And it's not annoying. I'm just super jealous. But so secure attachment theory people are, they feel like warm, loving relationships come easily. They welcome being intimate and never become overly worried. They Effectively communicate their every need and respond to their partner's needs as well. I mean, blah. I mean, not even blah. Like, that's not, I didn't mean to make a vomit sound because that sounds super ideal and I would love that. But, I mean, fuck you, okay? Great that you grew up and you're so secure and you have no identity. Like, ah, I mean, Super great. Fantastic. Yay. I actually really hope that my daughter is one of you. So I'm not really flipping you off, but I kind of am. Okay, so then there's this avoidant personality where the important thing in relationships is being independent and self-sufficient, which I definitely identify with. And then, and that you do want to be close, but you get uncomfortable with too much closeness. You tend to keep others at arm's length and you tend to not open up. And in case like you're not sure of where you fall, they provide this kind of quiz and you answer, you know, yes or no. And then you tally up your score and they tell you whether you fall into the anxious, secure, or avoidant category. And then you can kind of use the same quiz test thing to find out what your partner falls into and then, you know, move on from there. Um, what's hilarious is that I took this, like, little quiz, right? And it says to tally up your score. I scored – so there's – three categories that I said, like anxious, secure, avoidant. Tally from score. 
I scored a zero, like zero, 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 zero in the secure category. <laughs> like zero. Oh, it doesn't surprise me, but I thought that was hilarious. Um, and then the anxious and avoidant category, I actually tied in. And so if you listen or read further, it ex explains your score a little bit more. And um, I did, I actually didn't know whether to laugh or cry. And I think I did a little bit of both because it explained, okay, if you're in this anxious category, you know, blah, 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 secure, blah, blah, avoidant, blah, blah. And if you are a rare combination of anxious and avoidant, um, you, it like didn't give you much hope. It just was like, you are very rare. Um, only a small percentage of the population fall into this category. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and, and so then it like gave like anxious, see or listen to chapter, da da, and secure, you know, good for you. I mean, it didn't say this, but I'm thinking, good for you, close this book, throw it in the trash can, you don't need it. And then avoidant, you know, da 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 da. And then this small percentage of rare combination, like, it was almost like, uh, good luck. I guess listen to all the chapters and, uh, good luck. So, oh, anyway, so that was this, this podcast episode and, uh, this first, uh, book club session, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, um, I've got to go. I'm sorry. I am definitely late. I've got to, I don't have a date or anything, but I, um, I I need to um, um, end this podcast is basically it. So thank you so much for listening. And again, I am everything that I referenced came from the book Attached. I'm sorry I don't know the author, but I'm sure if you Google around Amazon Attached and Attachment Theory and I would love to, I mean, please do not DM me, message me, leave a rating or anything. If you fall in the secure category, like I really like, can you just please unfollow me and um, never listen to this podcast again and just don't. I don't really, if you're in the secure category, like I don't, yeah, okay, so just please don't exist in my world, in, in this world that I've created in my podcast audience, like just, okay, thank you, and then if you happen to be one of the only small percentage of rare combination, uh, 
actually that would be nice to kind of have like what a support group or something and if nothing else uh beautiful wine glasses and delicious wine okay ciao cheers see y'all talk to y'all later bye hey thanks so much for listening to today's episode i hope it was somewhat helpful And I hope to have you join me on the next episode. This is Chris Lennon with the Sparkle in the Mess podcast.